Coming to theaters January 26th. Left Behind. Rise of the Antichrist. Was it the rapture? Yes. I saw it happen. After millions of people vanish and the world falls into chaos, a charismatic leader rises to become head of the United Nations. How do we know who we can trust? Trust God. Starring Kevin Sorbo, Neil McDonough, and Corbin Burnson. Left Behind, Rise of the Antichrist. This film is not rated but suitable for ages 13 and up in theaters for four days only beginning January 26th. Go to leftbehindmovie.com. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, I've already teased it a little bit, but I am so excited to have my next guest because when you're talking about the opportunity to do something for a living that maybe is a little bit of a change of pace, maybe maybe you're you're just tired of you know the, the current grind you're under, or maybe uh, you, you never found that thing that you thought was really fitting for you, and you would like to make good money, and you would like to kind of control your own hours and control your own future in terms of uh, how you apply the benefits of all of this, there is really there are really few options in the career world like court reporting and captioning. And you've heard me talk about it a little bit in the past with some uh, friends from Plaza College, but I am so honored to have the provost of Plaza, uh, Plaza College, Charles uh, Callahan IV, he goes by Chad, uh, who has a background as a CPA and MBA, uh, has worked with uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers and um, real estate investment bank and a, a variety of different things. But now he serves as the provost for Plaza College, and he is the great-grandson of the founder, and Chad Callahan now joins us. Chad, I think a lot of people, welcome, by the way, I think a lot of people wonder um, or, or may, may be a little bit um, curious about the idea of family-owned colleges and yet, if you really understand specifically colleges here in the New York area, that, that's not an unusual thing. But for people that, that may hit their ears a little bit different, explain what that is. Kevin, first of all, thanks so much for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. We're at Plaza College. We're all big fans, especially our court reporting program. Um, very entertaining. Thank you. And you got uh, Yeah, you know, this college has been in my family since 1916. I guess the founding of the, of the family college is, is an interesting story. You know, 1916, the U.S. was just getting into World War One, and um, the men were really preparing for war, either in training or all the way on their way to Europe. And it really left the woman in the household for the first time in charge of raising funds and going into the workforce. So there were few options uh, because at the time, high school graduation rates for women in the country were somewhere in the, in the low teens. Uh, so you, you had a, a severe lack of training. And you had these, what was referred to at the time as secretarial programs sprouting up to provide workforce skills to women. And Plaza was, uh, it was called the Plaza School, and it was founded by my great-grandparents who um, were teachers, and they met at Columbia Teachers College, and huh. uh, they had this dream of providing education to, to women. Now, the stuff I was saying about court reporting, um, it's true. This is one of the most important things in the, in the area of legal work, but it's also a really a great opportunity for people that, you know, maybe don't like what they're doing now. It is, and the best part about this as a profession, outside of the enormous opportunity of available jobs uh, within the courts, captioning, working for agencies. Um, you see it all the time, Kevin. You know, we all watched uh, Kevin McCarthy go through uh, the uh, grueling 15 votes. Well, the court reporter was right in the middle 
yeah. of that the whole time. Literally and, front and center. Uh, the front and center, right there. And um, court reporting is something that is uh, probably needs to be understood better. And allow me to spend a second on that. You know, uh, the courtroom proceedings cannot uh, be officiated without a court reporter present. The um, what happens in the courtroom must be written down and then authenticated by a court reporter. And then in later subsequent meetings, either if that um, that transcript is pulled or, say, an appeal or even just by other parties, uh, the court reporter is really included in all of that. So it's a vital component to the courtroom process. And the best court reporters, by bar none, are those that have work experience, have done other things with their lives, have a great foundation in something else, are, are, are mature adults, and then are now looking to establish themselves in a lucrative, in-demand career. And I don't think some people understand how lucrative, but all of the material, the content that you create as a captioner, you actually own. Why is that significant to them? That's significant because when we think about income, you know, when we go and get a job, we're, we're paid for our work that we do that day. However, with the court reporter, uh, they are actually, as you just mentioned, since they own their work, they've copyrighted that material. That material is theirs. And in the future, if that material is requested, as it often is, the uh, court reporter would receive, we'll, I'll, I'll call it for ease of, of, of listening, a royalty, but, but a payment for that, for that transcript. Well, and uh, that happens a lot because uh, you have cases that reopen or someone that goes back and wants to evaluate something that's been done or maybe uh, proceedings in one case that another case needs the uh, the you know testimony from and so they they go back and and there's all these kinds of other things but you people that are listening friends you know that that you see captioning everywhere you, the, the Super Bowl you you can flip flip on the the closed captioning and there it is and somebody's got to be doing that uh, the these opportunities are uh, numerous and the technology Chad has come a long way as well there's there's more of a digitization to it now than there used to be explain how that works. Oh, sure. Uh, the court reporter is equipped with not only uh, hardware, uh, such as the machine, which allows them to, to uh, type down up to 225 words per minute of dialogue that's happening between two, three, or sometimes four people at the same time. Right? There's that hardware element, but there's also software. And the software um, can take the language that they are and the words that they are hearing, put it down into the written word, and then that can be broadcast directly onto the screen. That's how you get closed captioning. That's how you get live sporting events that actually have the dialogue of the announcers coming across the screen. So this technology element is really liberating the court reporter because now they're, you know, and this is probably due to the pandemic, but it's not going to go back. The court reporter is working from home. And the court reporter is accessing all these opportunities on demand from their own house. So that that has that is a new thing. And that's not likely to go back. Well, here's the thing, friends. If you're looking for a way to make lucrative money and you say, I'm kind of tired of what I'm doing or I want to try something new, I just want a different challenge. I'm going to tell you, uh, contact Plaza College uh, about the court reporting program, because it is it is really something you should take a look at. 
P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu, plazacollege.edu, and uh, check them out. Chad Callahan of Plaza College, the provost, thank you for spending some time with us. Kevin, thank you so much. I appreciate the time, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You got it. PlazaCollege.edu, P-L-A-Z-A, college.edu. Check it out right now. Kevin McCullough coming right back.